Love burgers and pizza. Wanna see me eat some? Can't get enough of that meat. Yum. Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib. I need tacos with a nasty dip. Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo. Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio. Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market. Junkie blue cheese range and some five star bread. Only one time was in pizza. Hi, my name is Peter Taggart. And I'm Rebecca Shaw. And uh, welcome to the very first episode of Bring a Plate. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the pop culture issues important to you, especially if you live in the 90s. Uh, Beck, it's it's lovely to see you where it's splendor. <laughs> where it's splendor be- in the grass. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful day down here. We're in the stay-free the, tent. Yep, the grass is growing. The grass is splendorous. <laughs> it is. It's beautiful. Uh, who have you seen today so far? Who have you liked? <clears throat> um, I liked the Angela Lansbury uh, yeah. trio. The trio. Yeah, yep. they were great. I liked um, uh, Prince of Tides. That was good. That was good. I think... They were good. They were good, yeah. So, Beck, the most so- exciting thing that has happened to me this week is there is a new food hall across the road from my house. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the most exciting thing. I went there before I came here. Yes. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. Um, and and I've seen Poe three times this week now. <laughs> I think she lives there now. She does. She's set up a tent. <laughs> There's, it's like that um, homeless man in the park, Ziggy. Do you know him? Of course, I know Ziggy. Yeah, everyone in Brisbane knows Ziggy. Um, she's the Ziggy of Indrapilly shopping. Yeah, yeah, because we're in Brisbane. In case you hadn't known that. (sighs) Remember, look, you've ruined the illusion now. Okay. (laughs) No, I mean generally, we live in. We live in Brisbane. We're in Byron now. Yeah, love. Is it in? What up? I Hmm? love Byron. What a lie. Nobody loves Byron. <laughs> Everyone loves Byron. I've Zoe never, Deschanel. Have you ever been, you ever been yeah, to Byron? Yeah, of course. I'm here. But plus yeah, I have other been. Than, other than right now when we're here. I've been to been? Splendor in the Grass before. Are you fucking joking? No, I have. What year? Uh, one of the years with... Because was it before I was born? <laughs> 1995. Yeah. Um, no. I was playing. PJ Harvey was playing and I love PJ Harvey. It was 1995. <laughs> no, it was later than that. Um, so I caught a bus to Twom- uh, from Toowoomba to Brisbane mm-hmm. and then a bus from Brisbane oh, to <laughs> Splendour. What a beautiful greyhound experience you had. <laughs> we saw a car accident, the car flipped <laughs> over. <laughs> That's true, but That's no one died. Amazing. Oh, well. Um, I saw someone, now. um, I saw a lot of people vomiting. I saw one person poo. On stage? Not on stage. It was PJ Harvey. <laughs> no, poo J. Harvey. <laughs> Yeah, good one. Thanks. Um, she was great, though, by the way. If you're listening, PJ, love you. She definitely is. Yep. Arnie DeFranco, was she there? I wish. Was I uh, sorry, was Diana Arnaid there? No, but I love, what's that? <laughs> is that she sing the Cowboy song? Oh, fuck if I know. I don't um. know what she sings. <laughs> um, no, she wasn't there. Just PJ Harvey. That's who, who I was. Who did you go with? Um, friends. I've also been another time. No, I went to Blues and Roots Festival. Wow. Do you not know this about me? I don't know anything about you. Like, literally today is the first time I've met you. And I've got to say, pretty big disappointment. (laughs) Pretty big disappointment. Yeah, and then I went to Blues and Roots a couple of times with friends. Mm. How many friends do you have? They're not friends with them anymore. Just you and Poe. Yeah. And Ziggy. Uh, And Ziggy. He's a loyal friend. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, like Michael Franti and... Isn't it Michael Franti? That's Fran... I think of Franti. <laughs> Accidentally Kelly Street. Accidentally <laughs> Kelly Street on houses we once met there. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the worst. That was a good Great. Song. That's a classic song. I love <laughs> it. But Franti went there, unfortunately. I can't remember who else was there. Some guys. Oh, The Waifs. I love them. Uh, yeah, Lighthouse. Yeah. Lighthouse, man. <laughs> I saw you in the lighthouse. <laughs> Beautiful song. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the flowers. Have you heard of the flowers in the attic remake? No, but I've read the books. Have you? Well, the first one when I was probably I too s- young. Do you know I want to start a VC Andrews panel at Brisbane Writers Festival? <laughs> no, Will but you be you should. It? I, I have a vague memory of the first book, so yes, I'm an yeah. expert. Have you seen the original Mm-mm. movie with Louise Fletcher? Okay, so they're remaking it. And I don't know whether they're remaking the movie or whether they're um, basing it on the book again, but... You know, the the movie has no incest in it. They, oh, they wipe what's out the, the point? Inc- I don't fucking know. That's always what I say. What's the point without incest? Exactly. Is, that's like my that's your bumper motto. sticker on that's your scooter. Sticker. So they're remaking it. And, okay, so who do you think will be in this Flowers in the Outer remake? Okay, so obviously Ellen Burstyn, amazing actress. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to think of someone who's this generation's Ellen Burstyn, who would you think of? Um... Oh, gee. That's right, Heather Graham. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's who I was yeah. thinking of. Listen, she is an actress. Yeah. Let's just state facts. She's an actress. She has. She's attractive. She's a strawberry blonde. She's attractive. She's a strawberry blonde woman. Yep. Uh, sh- her last name is Graham. And her first name is Heather. All right. Great, moving on. Um, moving she's on. in a lesbian movie, so I can't really. What's the lesbian movie she's in? It's called <laughs> Grey's Practice. Grey Vagina. No. Grey's... Mm, Grey's Anatomy. Her name is Grey. Okay. And she's a lesbian. Well, thanks for giving us a lot of information. This was a, a Monday it. classic. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, Beck. Do mm-hmm. you think Flowers in the Attic is based on the real life of Angus and Julia Stone? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Flowers in the Attic. Did you ever thanks. read the books? I didn't read the books. Mum read the books. She's oh, yeah, got it's all a of mum. VC Andrews. It's a mum's book. Yeah, what does mum's, VC stand mums for? Mum's love incest. <laughs> what does um, VC stand for? Um, Victoria Chastity. Yep, I like that. Well, this has been great. Let's, let's, let's get into Splendor a little bit and we'll come back. Oh, right. What? Sorry. Do you hear that? Yeah, I do. Just in, off in the distance? Do you hear it? Mm-hmm. I think it's News Minute. Hi, this is Rebecca Shaw and this is News Minute. Rain has disrupted Pope Francis's first visit to Rio de Janeiro as pontiff. Pope Francis is in Rio because when his baby, when his baby smiles at him, he goes there. Great news! On the 21st of July, Dublin broke the Guinness World Record for the longest Riverdance line of dancers ever. There were 1,693 people and the line stretched for over one kilometre. It's funny, that's how long the line of cocaine would have to be for me to enjoy Riverdance. Backstreet Boy Nick Carter has started an Indiegogo fundraiser this week, looking to raise $85,000 to make a horror movie. That is ridiculous. How on earth could it cost $85,000 to make an infinite loop of him singing, Am I Sexual? New York mayoral candidate Anthony Weiner has again been exposed sending pictures of his penis to women online. 
Weiner says despite the recent controversy, he will continue in his run for office, a relief to many New Yorkers, as everyone knows how messy it can be when Weiner pulls out prematurely. A story on the Huffington Post this morning said that Jason Derulo's grandmother wants to see him and Jordan Sparks get married. And in a statement released a short time later, I said, Who are all these people? Now to Peter for sport. Well, some of the shine has been taken off young cricket star Ashton Kutcher after he failed to score any goals in the newest Ashes test which I believe was multiple choice. Meanwhile, former coach Mickey Arthur is still seeking compensation from Cricket Australia for unfair dismissal and having a first name as a last name. Full credit to those two boys, just a couple of kids making it happen. In NRL, the Brisbane Macaroons are facing speculation and doubt to the Meryl Streep film. Crucial wing Todd Haynes is out for four tests because of sustained penis erosion, replaced by that old warhorse, Warhorse. Meanwhile, in the AFL, the Collingwood tradespeople are facing a hefty fine after someone took a shit in the scrum, and that's sport. Okay, Beck, we're back. Uh, what did you just see? What? <laughs> at Splendour. Did you get something to eat? I got something. I got a... Um, I got a, a taco. It cost, you won't believe how cheap it was. It cost $45. What? I Where know. is the cheap tacos then? I don't know. <laughs> it's around the, around I, the back way. Actually, it was just someone out of his, out of his van. He opened up a door to his van and started <laughs> handing them out. Do you want a fish taco? They were really warm. Oh. And soft. Uh, actually, was it a taco? Hmm? Yeah, it was a taco. Hmm. Um, go with that. Yeah, what did you see? Well, I didn't see anything, but I went and got some emu hummus. Oh, I thought we could bring some plates. I've got a big steaming plate of oh, Clive Palmer. Mm-hmm, Doesn't that make you hungry? Mm, if only I hadn't eaten that out. hummus. Um, I wanted to talk about Clive Palmer and his plans for the dinosaur park. I did hear about this during the week. Yeah. Um, so he's just gone to the uh, Gold Coast Council. It's the Sunshine, Sunshine Coast. Coast. Oh, my God, Council. I got my coasts mixed uh, up because I don't care don't. about them. Um, and they've approved his plans to install 160 fake dinosaurs. What? Brisbane Times wrote fake dinosaurs. Fake dinosaurs. I know. I was hoping they were real, <laughs> but unfortunately they cleared that up in yep. the news article. Um, and that will be at his Coolum resort mm-hmm. that I guess already exists, but I've never been there. And it's there. been really struggling for a long time now. So Clive, being the uh, Brilliant. Prime Minister, and future Prime Minister Clive mm-hmm. Palmer, what what we need to get in here, uh, like say new bedspreads, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking losers. New restaurants, uh, new restaurants, gross. No uh, let's bring in some dinosaurs. Yeah, it's yeah. the most sensible. It's logical. It is. I think he had a big meeting with his business managers, and they all. <laughs> Do you know what? All of Clive Palmer's meetings are big. No, <laughs> no, that's not allowed. Um, <laughs> cutting that out. That, that was a fat joke. Yeah. But they're really original. Good jokes. Yep. And actually, there was going to be a mini golf course and a car track that you go around on around the dinosaurs, but the council said no to those, and I'm outraged. You know, I saw something on this during the week where um, they went to the meeting where the councillors approved of this this new dinosaur park, and one of the councillors said he approved of it because it was, and I quote, really classy. Queensland. <laughs> it this, is This class. dinosaur park is especially classy. Um, 
they're going to – there was a lot of um, not-in-my-backyard people who were okay. really upset because they um, make some noise and they move. They do. But it's on a resort. I'm, I'm not sure where those people live or what their problem is, but who doesn't want giant dinosaurs it's po, around? Poe lives there. Bloody Poe and a hatred of dinosaurs. God, she, she needs to get a house. Um, we, need to, we need to call Ozcare. We do. <laughs> um, but I really am sad that there won't be the car track – like Jurassic Park. Okay. I've never seen Jurassic Park. What? I've never seen it. Peter? I've seen Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Do you see her in Blue Velvet? I'm not talking about Blue Velvet right now. I'm talking about Jurassic Park. I've never seen it. Okay. Here's what I understand of Jurassic Park. Here's the plot. Sam Neill and Laura Dern. Laura Dern in beautiful wa- cargo shorts. Their husband and wife. Mm-hmm. They go into... Okay. They stumble upon a park. Mm-mm. And they're just playing golf. And they're like, what the fuck are all these dinosaurs doing here? And then um, David Attenborough comes out and he says, uh, "These are di- this is a dinosaur park where dinosaurs live. And um, Laura Dern's like, what? And um, that that's the first 45 minutes. And uh, the, the next 45 minutes, it only goes for an hour and a half. The next 45 minutes is them just like, like um, doing that song, everybody get down on the floor, everyone do the dinosaur. You know that song? Yeah, I do know that song. Over and over again. And you know what? It like it's that one of those things where it's like really funny, and then it gets old, but then it gets really mm. funny. Listen, we don't have to see Jurassic Park because you've pretty much nailed it. it. You've nailed it. We can't. That's that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. How much do you think it would cost for them to hire Laura Dern? Um, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum to live. You know what? Seriously, like twenty dollars. <laughs> no, twenty dollars a day. Yeah, per DM, and they have each. To... Yeah, Laura mm. Dern just got a series cancel. <laughs> yeah, she's, um, she's but isn't Jeff got Jeff Goldblum's on a? He's dun, dead. Dun. He's dead, man. Oh, that's right. Richard he Wilkins died. told me. Oh, shit. What was I saying? Well, I just I think because there's been three Jurassic Park movies, and you've never seen any of them. Is that what you're saying? Why, why do you why do you wait until I take a drink to ask me a question? <laughs> well, I didn't know you were taking. I wasn't looking at you. You're too beautiful. Yeah, it's hard to look directly at. Um, me. it's like the sun. Mm-hmm. Well, Jurassic Park. I can't believe you've never seen it. Oh, fuck! Just read your fucking plate. That is, that is my plate. The rest <laughs> I of haven't it, seen Jurassic. Park. The rest of it just says Peter hasn't seen Jurassic. Well, I saw some. Um, you're not supposed to read the comments, but I I thought I'd read the comments. Mm-hmm. Um. A few of them <laughs> on, I think this was on Brisbane Times or something like that. Um, someone's whole comment was, I like dinos. <laughs> so I really. That was Clyde. <laughs> Clyde does like them. Um, someone wrote, new money, no taste. <laughs> I thought that, was don't they know art. it's classy? And someone wrote, how very 1960s. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Remember the 60s, guys, when everyone had a dinosaur park in their yard? So 60s. It is. They had the Beatles. You had the air, uh, airspace plans. Um, everyone, like pregnant women, was smoking. Hippie, like orgies everywhere. Woodstock yep. and dinosaurs yeah. everywhere. Um, so my plate this week is uh, I just wanted to bring up the whole issue, really. It's, it's a broad issue. Right. It's a broad canvas, if right. you will. I will. It's uh, Kevin Rudd. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yep. 
talking to Prime Ministers, Prime Minister, future Prime Minister Clive Palmer, current Prime I Minister can't wait till Kevin Rudd. him. Oh, the election. Is that what Pol- you're Politics, right? <laughs> oh, okay. No. I, I'm, I'm quite annoyed lately because uh, I feel like Kevin Rudd is becoming more and more reliant on this sort of this cutesy persona that he mm-hmm. falls back upon, where he he's almost talking down to the Australian public, like, um, "Hi guys, you know, I just don't think that Mr. Abbott really knows where, uh, you know, the heart of the issue." Oh, this is a terrible example. <laughs> <laughs> like with his um, fair suck of the sauce bottle. Fair suck of the sauce. So- like it, it's not so much all those old expressions. As just being real fucking cute. Yeah. Like, I saw him tour a school the other day and he was like, um, oh, hi guys, what, what's happening? Like, Mr. Ride, can we get a selfie? But mm. and by the way, Mr. Ride, he's, he's a prime, prime minister. Prime minister Rod mm. children. <sighs> no one. You know, you know what? They were from a public school. Oh. So what can you expect? I went to a public school. So did I. <laughs> okay, good. That explains a lot. That explains why this podcast is so Clarissa amazing. Explains. Um, so nobody threw a sandwich at Rudd. So no something a, is working. You know what they did? They the, asked um, for a selfie. And he was like, oh, no, sorry. They asked for a photo. Oh, no. And he went, oh, selfie is cool. Yeah. No, he no, went, oh, Uncle Kevin. cool. No, Uncle Kevin. And he's posting, he's Instagramming. He is um, corresponding <laughs> with... um. One of our favourite people, uh, One Direction Dad, who really? we are not going to be talking about on this podcast because he, might he is a, a Twitter friend of mine now. Hello, One Direction Dad, if you are listening. You're yeah, normal. You're fine. Um, I saw the Kevin Rudd selfie with the um the cut on his And that's what I'm talking cut. about. It's, he's a real person who he's shaves. A real person. And you know what? He bleeds. Cut him and he bleeds. He yeah. bleeds just like you and me. Yep. Except <laughs> not. Except his blood is green. That's so weird. And, and, and you know how he explains, like, he explains why he speaks the way he does. And his excuse is always, oh, I'm from the sunny coast. What does I'm that from mean? the sunny coast. What does like, that mean? So, well, because he grew up there and so he uses all these, like, like he dries a dead dingo's donger. I'm sure he hasn't used that. But he uses all those old-fashioned, you but know, Australian But he's not from Australian the middle slang. of the country. He's from the well, Sunshine Coast. he reckons that that's where he picked up all this stuff from. And Bull. He obviously couldn't shake it in the in the thousand years that he's been a fucking politician and a professional speaker. And it sounds so natural when he it does it. It sounds so natural. Oh, it's just, you can just tell he just slips out. He it's can't like help Americans it. Americans do Australian accents. Hello, mate. So he's from the Sunshine Coast and Clive Palmer is now developing dinosaurs on the Sunshine Coast. It's the real, it's the election battleground. It is. Sunshine Coast. Um, Watch out. Do you know what? You know the real erection. erection. <laughs> I do, <laughs> do know, you know the, the real, real erection. Re- yeah. One Direction, real erection. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, One Direction, Dad. Okay. Um, he's listening. Yeah. What is the real election? The real election. Mm-hmm. Is um, going to happen at Aussie World. Have you ever been there? No. What is that? Okay, so I've got to tell you a story. I I'm from St George. What should I say? I'm from St George. Hi. Hi. <laughs> St George. <laughs> hey. That's how they speak there. Yeah. That's where you picked up your voice pattern from St Thank George. You. Um, you're from St George, and I'm from Toowoomba. Yep. So, so we're both. If you're wondering, like, why we're we're so well sophisticated, sophisticated. <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> Um, but I was from St. George, so we'd occasionally get, uh, 
these opportunities where uh, people from the city would come out and do things for like um, the poor bush kids. Um, or the best one was we're going to like bring a bunch of you to the beach because obviously oh. you're from, you know, uh, the country, you've obviously never seen the beach. Now, we went to the beach every holidays because my grandparents lived there. And that's where you go when you live in the country. Absolutely. You, go, you go to the water. Holidays. Anyway, but they decided they were going to bring us to the Sunshine Coast um, and we all applied for this, I, I think it was called Bush to Beach Camp. I, I think that's hmm. what it was called. It's a catchy name. Yeah, Bush to Beach. Beach to Bush was a <laughs> sexy camp that I went on. Um, so we all went to Bush to Beach uh, we had to be billeted out. Now, have you ever been billeted? No, I haven't. Never been billeted in Never. your life. This is like your Jurassic Park. This is like my Jurassic Park. That's exactly <clears throat> what Never been is. billeted, have never billeted. That's so weird. Don't like billeted. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> and I've never seen Bill and Ted. <laughs> All right. That was good. Yep. Billeted. Mm-hmm. No, no, I got it. You should... <laughs> You should definitely re- keep repeating it. <laughs> so I went to uh, a Bush to Beach camp, um, got billeted with people who worked at Aussie World. I don't know what that is. Now, I'm just going to say this family, they were called the Lamb family. The Lamb family, big eaters, big, big eaters. Mm-hmm. Of lamb? Not of lamb. Oh, that's ironic. Now, this was in my vegetarian days, but I ate chicken while I was there. Mm, terrible. I ate chicken while I was there. They made a chicken and banana curry the no. first night I was billeted. Nope. Yep, that's nope. what happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what happened. And they uh, served this curry uh, <laughs> in what I'm going to describe as a mixing bowl because <laughs> I have never seen such a large portion before that or since. First night I was there. I had just gotten my very first mobile phone. I thought you were going to say erection. (laughs) (laughs) Mobile phone. If you've seen the Lamb family, you would still have a heart on. Banana curry. Banana curry (laughs) turns me on. Okay, mobile. That's why you don't have any bananas here. You told me not to bring bananas. bananas in the freezer. (laughs) That's for special occasions. Mm -hmm. You bring them out to defrost. Anyway, you um, Uh, your first mobile phone. I had my first mobile phone and... I, I thought I'd lost it. So in the car. Meanwhile, this is my very first night here, and if you if you know me, Beck, I I don't. I'm not immediately friendly when you first meet me. I wouldn't. Or ever. <laughs> in the first few years that you know me, I'm not the friendliest person, and I, I'm very shy, and and I was cripplingly shy as a child. And so I, I was very standoffish. They didn't really know how to talk to me. I didn't know how to talk to them. Um, I'd lost my mobile phone. I was freaking out. I thought, you know, this mobile cost my mum $30. And I was terrified that I'd just lost it for good. So I thought, what am I going to do? And I thought, I'm going to go downstairs um, and I'm going to get their extension phone and I'm going to call my mobile. Makes sense. This is probably wee hours of the morning. And I, and Where I everyone creep. does a wee. That's why it's called that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I creep downstairs and I get the extension phone. But as I'm reaching for it, two large Rottweiler dogs that I hadn't been introduced oh, to shit. came from the laundry and started barking the fucking house <laughs> down and woke 
<laughs> the entire family up. And they said, why are you, why do you have our phone? <laughs> and I said, oh, I just, I just, um, I just, I lost my phone and I, I just think, uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I've got, I had to call. And they said, you mean that phone on the counter? Oh, damn. And I said, yes. And, uh, <laughs> anyway. What did they think you were doing? Calling phone sex, sex lines. lines. <laughs> yep. <laughs> After that curry, I just feel in the mood. <laughs> and let me sneak downstairs. Have you seen this hard on? Um, <laughs> they took care of it. You still haven't said what Aussie world is. You just keep Aussie saying world. Aussie world. Okay, Aussie world's a theme park. Or do you just mean the wor- like your world is <laughs> the My Aussie My world's world. Aussie. Yeah. It's, a, it's a theme park. What? And it's all Aussie Aussie related, like Kevin Rudd would fucking love it. Like that's probably you know what Kevin Rudd is an Aussie world attraction come to life. <laughs> Kevin Rudd, what a legend! Uh, we're all Dinky Die, hip pocket at the Bowser, at the Bowser, Dinky Die. Ah, uh, got a zip. All and we those, do have to zip. We do. We do. Got a zip, guys. I got some shaving to do and selfies to take. <laughs> And actually, Beck, I'm going to cross to our very first sponsor. We've got a sponsor. Oh my god! Uh, already? Preview, yeah. That was like a 13 minute preview, and we've got a sponsor already. We've got a sponsor here it is. Hi, Sean. I'm popular Australian comedian Josh Thomas. Come into Bunnings for everyday low prices. You can get like like a hammer or a saw. You can get a fan that plugs into the USB of your computer? I don't know, if you've got some projects to do, come in and buy some things to do those projects. You can get 12 lesbians in a bag, like for example, like some nails or like a piece of wood. You can get self-deprecation. Come in and buy a sander. You can get like a sausage in bread. You can get a ruby rose. You can get a mediocre impression of someone more successful your age. Lowest prices every day. Lowest prices are just the beginning. Okay, Beck, we're back. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Let's just get into this. I love her. I love I 90s Jennifer Love Hewitt. Current. And obviously for the very first podcast, mm-hmm. we thought, what have we got to do? We've got to do both I Know What You Did last summer movies. Yes. And I actually watched the third one as well, what? which exists. <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about that a bit later, but yes. I thought we'd start off, obviously, chronological order. Mm-hmm. I Know What You Did last 1997, summer. 1997. Classic year. Tell me about Princess it. Princess Diana. <laughs> Princess Diana died. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. I know what you did last summer. Yep, up there. Um, I actually saw this for the first time at a movie marathon in Toowoomba. Oh, yeah. The Strand. At The Strand, Beautiful. exactly. Um, and that was just one of the best nights of my life. Mm-hmm. And that actually brought in something where in the morning after the movie marathon finished, you got on a bus and went to Sizzler for breakfast. <laughs> And that, as you can imagine, after a night of pheromones and Lynx deodorant. And then you go in and you get hot cakes. Get some really gross bacon. Um, Like wet eggs. Yeah, mm. in a big tray. Yum. The best. Um, So I rewatched this for the first time in a long time. And what's it about? Um, Basically, it's about some friends in a small town who 
accidentally run over a guy and then people start ki- I mean that guy starts people start killing <laughs> people start killing kill 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 um and then basically they get uh Julie is the main character Jennifer Love Hewitt that's all you need to know Julie James Julie James um she this is around the same time she was doing Party of Five. I think it was into her two years into Party of Five, okay. which is a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. And actually, um Nev Campbell was also doing Scream, so there's a bit of a Party Five horror movie connection. Mm-hmm. So I love Scream as well. But um yes, yeah, so they run over a man in a car in a deserted on a deserted road, and then they get a note, it's a year later, and the note says, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. And it's got an exclamation point, <laughs> just <laughs> not yeah. in the title. I've got a few things to say, just starting off about this movie. is Go. that My favourite bit at the start is when uh, Ryan Philippe is being very sexist and she calls him out on it. And I've got a question to ask. Was Jennifer Love Hewitt the most visible feminist of the 90s? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I... Yeah. That's all I can say is yes. Um, she actually, she plays like a straight lace character. Like she loves to study and like she's, she, she's a bookworm. She's a bookworm. And I actually had forgotten that Freddie Prince Jr. was in it. That's how awful he is. Why does she dress? I, I know she's a like a librarian. No, she, she dresses like she's the mistress of a cult leader. Yeah. It's all these sheer uh, shirts, like not sheer shirts, like sheer outer shirts, and then these long dresses mm-hmm. that go past her fucking ankles. I actually wrote a note that says she dresses like a sister wife. She does. She uh, really does, 100%. And she was, she was a sexy girl. She Why has she those like famous breasts. She does. <laughs> she does. Um, and, of, and Ryan Philippe plays... A real asshole. <laughs> He's the impetus of what, the, why everything in these movies happens. Do you know what he looks like no. in this movie? Ryan Philippe looks like the 19-year-old version of Mark Lester, who played Oliver. Remember when Oliver got old? Okay, that's what he fucking looks like. <laughs> okay, I'll look Go that. back into I'll the history. I'll Google books. that. Um, um, but yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt is beautiful and it dresses like a sister wife. She does. But the, the strangest thing, so let's go back to when they very first hit the mm-hmm. uh the the man the fisherman fisherman yeah and all the men decide not to call the police exactly the women are the, the moral women are the ones who are like let's call the police you know they'll believe us and the men are like no no one will ever believe us um freddie <laughs> freddie prince junior says it's manslaughter we're going to fry no matter who takes the fall I don't know if they you get the death penalty, penalty for manslaughter. No. <laughs> Not no all of you would that. fry. Um, so, yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt's the brainy feminist one. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Gellar in the Buffy years, she's... She's the beauty queen. She's the beauty queen. And she, that town... She's the only person who talks about her hair more than I do. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a close one. Okay. <laughs> but the whole town turns out for beauty queen events. It's a big... It's a small fishing town. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it starts getting very terrifying yes. when the fisherman, or somewhat, no, the fisherman, mm-hmm. the fisherman. <laughs> he um, starts tormenting them with little notes. And he does. But you know what I've got to say about the notes? It's so nice to get mail. It is. It really is. His handwriting is... He is great. Really it's good. It's really easy to read. Yeah, like, exactly. I can barely read these notes I've taken, and I'm like, oh. I know. Someone would get a note from me and be like, I 
canoe. <laughs> when? I, I canoe where you did last summer. <laughs> No, that doesn't make it, sense. it doesn't have the same impact. And they actually across the movies do the thing where she sees a note and thinks it's from him, but it's from <laughs> yeah. someone else. But it's they like, come to this party, and she's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> but it's the same envelope, yeah. the same writing. But they do it in all the movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least once. It's really good. So let's talk about. So they they dump the body in the river. Oh, that's right. The they're all like they're not friends anymore. It skips a year. Um, and Julie's at college and she's doing really badly because she's having nightmares and she's tormented. That's the other thing. It's been a year. Get Do over. you think if you killed someone, you'd be over it in a year? Because I definitely would. You'd be over it in a week. I have been over it. <laughs> oh, in a the year. lambs. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I definitely wouldn't. You wouldn't be over it. But the thing is, is... Oh, but like that much. Like, she's just like, she can barely fucking function. And it's not her fault. It's Ryan Phillippe's fault. I know. He's, he basically... It's, no, it's Freddie Prince Jr.'s fault. No, because Ryan Phillippe was oh, dropping the yeah. alcohol oh, yeah. all over him. Oh, so somebody drops fucking alcohol in your lap and then you crash a car. Like, Well, it's Freddie's and Ryan Phillippe's fault. It's not the girl's fault. All right. Feminism. Mm, this is a great feminist. <laughs> I actually wanted um, Ryan and Freddie to make out. There's a couple of times when they look at each other and I think there's some longing there. Yeah, look, if anyone's going to initiate that, it's Ryan Philippe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Johnny Galecki's in it as Johnny well. Johnny Galecki is in it. Now, that's the other question I had for you. Is this a prequel to Big Bang? It is a prequel to Big Bang. Sheldon, if you look in one of the crowd scenes... <laughs> Sheldon and the other um, characters from telling that some, show. Telling some hilarious anecdote about how he's a Spurgeon. Really yes. funny stuff. And you, you know when uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's depressed in this film because she has flat hair? <laughs> like that's how, that's the visual cue that she's depressed. It's like yeah. her hair's so flat. I know. That's exactly how you would do it though. Mm-hmm. Your hair would be flat and you wouldn't be able to get out of bed. It would never be flat. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you <laughs> oh, um, I also noticed... Um, she's using a laptop at college, and it is better than my laptop mm-hmm. that I have now in 2013. <laughs> your laptop's good. Have you seen my fucking laptop? It's better than your laptop very easily. And this is in 1997 or whenever they filmed it. So that was pretty amazing. Um, but Julie's dad is dead as well. Is it ever explained how he dies? No. She, um, but she, she kind of looks longingly at a photo. She looks at a photo, and then her mum comes in and is like, you're doing really bad at college. And then she says... <laughs> You got a letter. <laughs> You've got a letter. It's not my college results. Yeah. Her mum walks away and says, "Your father must be turning over in his grave." About the college results. Yes. And I was like, "That's really That's harsh. harsh." But the mother doesn't know she's just murdered somebody a year ago. But your father isn't rolling over in his grave because your grades are bad. He's rolling over in grave. Poor cause love. Because you, you hit someone in the car, and your immediate reaction was to dump him in a river. It was an accident. I Paul, know. You should call her Love. Her friends call her Love. Who? Jenny Love? Jen, Jennifer Love Hewitt. They just call her Love. Okay, I'm going to call her that. I've got a fact for you that I'm just going to slip in right now okay. before we go any further. Now, who else do you think they offered the role of Julie James to? Oh, my Lord. Nev Campbell? And she turned it down, Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, That's my right. God! High five. <laughs> Melissa, why did you do that? <gasps> Can you imagine this movie with Melissa Joan <laughs> She would be amazing. That role? Yeah. Whoa. When I think of Melissa Joan Hart, I think, what a sex monster. Sex 
She can do drama. She can do she horror. Can do she can do comedy. She's so good. Like I imagine a lot of winking into the screen. If uh, I can't, if, I'm if trying to imagine this. it, and I cannot imagine it. My brain does not extend that far. The other factoid I have for you. Oh God. Is that this was originally a novel? Mm. The author not so pleased with the movie. The author also wrote Hotel for Dogs. <laughs> Makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> I've never seen Hotel for Dogs. I didn't know it was a book. Okay. The things that impress me. I feel like we bag this movie out a little bit. I nice. love this yeah, movie. I'm I, not I, bagging it. I don't want to bag it out. The things that impress me with this movie is how does he manage to clean his hook so quickly between killings? That hook is beautiful. It's glimmering. Ajax Brian one. I think so. I think that's the answer. I'm I'm really happy with the way he cleans it. <laughs> what if he has – do you think he just has like a, a pocket full of bleach that he just dips it into? I hope so. There's a lot of pockets on those fisherman jackets. Yeah. You put your hooks in there. You he's, put got his, your, he's got his lunch um, in one of them. You put your lunch. You put your Jeez. buoys. Buoys. You put your ocean. I don't know fisherman stuff. He's got uh, nets. Nets and fish. Bait. Oh, bait. So let's talk about the the big finale of this of this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you haven't seen it, you won't understand what we're saying. <laughs> you won't understand any of this shit. The killer, his daughter, died. Right? Yes. What happened to her? She was in a car accident That's with right. the guy that we think we thought we thought was the fisherman. Yes. But actually, this girl's father. Yes. Now his boat is called Sweet Susie. After his daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of flowers in the attic. That's a little much, isn't it? It is. And I don't understand. I mean, he's just trying to get caught at that point. He's on the dock. Freddie Prince Jr. also works on a boat there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just... He's, he's asking for it. He, To me, this is like an alternate universe Scooby-Doo where they're like hunting for clues because Sarah Michelle is also in Scooby Doo. Yeah, no, yes, she yeah. Is. Her and, and Freddie Freddy play yeah. Freddie and the blonde one. I don't know anyone but Velma. That's um, <laughs> who yeah, people I care about. <laughs> and so this to me is like a dark Scooby Doo. Look, spoiler alert: they get away. Both not Julie Sarah Michelle and no Sarah Michelle. She dies. fights so hard. I she feel so does. bad for her. She almost gets she there. Dies in an alley beside a parade. <laughs> so close. I would rather die than go in the parade, though. Absolutely. I would rather die than watch your parade. Oh, yes, exactly. So she wins the whole movie, she basically. Wins the whole movie because she doesn't have to fucking watch your parade. Yep. And and obviously Ryan Philippe dies. Johnny Galecki dies. Freddie Prince and and and, and Jennifer Love get away. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Uh, there's a tiny bit at the end where they sort of tease the next movie. Okay. So she walks into the shower. By the way. She's in the shower. She answers her phone. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck answers their phone and she while leaves, they're in the shower? She leaves the water running while she walks around. So it's literally thousands of gallons of water Absolutely. that she's wasting while we she's live on in the phone. Brisbane, okay? Yeah, four minute showers. Four minute showers. Does she not have one of those little sand timers? Obviously that we all have? not. We should send her oh, one. God, we should. Yeah. Um. And then at the end. A man, the fisherman jumps out of the shower. He does. But I'm assuming that's a dream because it's never referenced. It's a dream. And also, yeah. She's alive in the she's next movie. She's alive in the next one. For ice. And she's much happier. 
Oh, she is. Let's She's talk moved about on. the next one. I want to get into the next one. And and I know rather than um, uh, read out my own sort of description of the plot, I I'm going to rely on um our friends over at IMDb. Mm-hmm. And uh, I what's thought, that stand for again? Um, <sighs> irresistible men. Men do dick base. <laughs> I love it. I love that site. Yeah. Uh, so. This is from someone who's from Germany. And this is I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. This is I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Great title. a friend who's – I'm going to – you know what? I'm just going to read out their email address because they've put it in here. (laughs) Their email address – their their author name is Rhino2 and their email address is rhino at web.de and they're from Germany. So um, hello to Rhino if you're listening. Rhino. This is from um, January 2001. Okay, so this review may contain... It's a review, but it it really does a good job at explaining the plot. Yes, you have read correctly. This is my number... This is my number 162 movie. Although it is one of the not-that-good slash movies, this is still quite good. The story, colon. Julie J.L. Hewitt and her friend, dot, 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 can't remember their name, played by Brandy... Win a trip to an island anywhere. I love island. Um, sorry, brackets. I think to the Bahamas. Who, who would go back and check? It's a no really one. big plot point, yeah. the whole Bahamas capital thing. They take this trip with their two boyfriends. On the weekend, That's they false. spent. Absolutely, it's false. On the weekend, they spent over there. Everyone leaves the island so that these four guys can be alone there. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> there are just them and a few employees of the hotel. Pretty soon, everyone on the island is killed by a mysterious murderer, brackets, so called slasher. So cool. They cannot return to the mainland because there is a storm and the phones do not work. At any time they notice that they have to kill the killer or they will be killed by him. This film is really ridiculous if you want it to be. But only if you want. I do want it to be. (laughs) There are two scenes that even I call ridiculous. Number one, when Julie wants to sing the song and she looks at the TV and she reads, I still know, dot, 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 what she did last summer, instead of the song text, crazy. Exactly in that moment, all her friends look somewhere else. That's so true. They do. They don't look at the screen. But she's in front of the screen looking at it. Whatever. Uh, Sorry, are you critiquing Rhino's review? Just shut up. Uh, number two, when Brandy Foot is stuck in the broken window, brackets, uh-huh. you not what I am talking about, close brackets, but it is a typical horror film cliche. This movie is worse than I know what you did last summer. Wrong. It is not that original, not that thrilling, and not that violently. But there is no movie that is really violently, maybe just Blair Witch 2, because if you see it, You'd like to do suicide. <laughs> Did this go through a tra- Google Translate? <laughs> I do not recommend this movie to anyone who wants to have a scary horror movie or a logical movie. All in all, I rated this movie 8 out of 10. In Germany, someone said, I'm really looking forward to the next movie. <laughs> 
In Germany, someone said, I'm really looking forward to the next movie. Unfortunately, I still know what you did in summer three years ago. Great humour. <laughs> oh, Rhino. Great humour. Rhino's right, that's great humour. Classic German humour. So, I, I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Um, but I do have a few notes on it. Um, particularly, uh, the, the big thing about this uh, sequel is that Brandy is in it. Brandy is great in it. And she's, and she's pretty good. Like, I enjoy her in it. That's why this is my favourite. Mm-hmm. Because Brandy brings it. I don't know when she was doing Moesha. Is that Brandy? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Gracious. Thank God. Um, that was um, uh, Anika Noni Rose. <laughs> Um, yeah, Brandy really is really great. And then I actually feel bad because Brandy was in a car accident some years later that killed someone. That's right. And so hmm, Mm. it's a bit of life imitates art there. It is. But, um, and then because Julie's at college now. She is at college. So she's not in the small town that all this went down and her sister's dead her best friend's dead her sister not her sister sarah michelle geller's sister yes. so her their dad has nobody because no. their mum wasn't in the picture that's right that poor man yeah there should be a movie about him there and should. how he's coping now yeah <laughs> you know what that movie's called august Osage county <laughs> uh, jennifer love hewitt goes to the island okay she has longer hair she has longer hair they win a trip to this island freddie prince is back in the old town, he wanted her to come back with him for Fourth of July, which is yeah. when the anniversary of her best friend. He's like, "Why aren't you coming back yeah, for Fourth of July her. to remember that time that we almost died?" And then she's like, "Why don't you stay here?" And he's like, "Fuck you!" I know. And what then he gets angry again later when she wants him to go to the Bahamas because they win a they weekend win there, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, you could go to the Bahamas, but you won't come back to where your best friend was killed." Yeah. So he's a real dick. I hate he's Freddie Prinze. <laughs> 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 Now, very early on in the piece, we hear from Jennifer Love Hewitt's single. I love that moment so much. And uh, her song's called How Do I Deal? How do I deal with With love? How How do I I know what to do? Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) Um, I love that song legitimately. Mm. Okay. Do you think that Jennifer Love Hewitt... Like because she was doing her singing career at that point in time, do you think they made? Do you think she made them write in like a karaoke scene? Absolutely, absolutely right. That's what I actually um, thought. That I noted it down. That oh, no. did you? Oh, matches. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy me a Sames. <laughs> that um, no doubt she. No doubt. She insists. No doubt weren't there. Mm-hmm. She insisted they write a karaoke scene. Absolutely. It's, it was weird. Okay, later on in the film, when she's in the tanning bed, and something very serious happens in the tanning bed, but when she first gets yeah, into the... Yeah, tanning beds are terrible for your are, skin. Absolutely. They're worse That's than the, the sun. That's the thing that happens. Unlike Brandy says it's better than being in the sun, but it isn't. It isn't Brandy. God. People have died. Have some respect. Yeah. For, for the people that you've killed. Um, I'm sorry. We love you, Brandy, <laughs> and I didn't mean it. And please come on the podcast. <laughs> Okay, so... I love the boy's mind. Okay, yeah. go. She is in the tanning bed. What's she listening to? Do you think she's listening to her own song Oh, my God, I didn't even bed? think of that. I, I was trying to... I was struggling to listen to it. I thought, is she listening to herself? I hope so. So the killer comes in when she's in the tanning bed. Jennifer Love. 
The killer comes in when she's in the tanning bed and puts some sort of, uh, what would you call it, like a hog tie? He has, yeah. Like a plastic uh, tie. Yeah, like plastic um, cable ties. Cable ties. A hog tie. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, and so she's sort of trapped in there, right? Mm-hmm. And he turns up the tanning bed to like the full, like, you know. Alarm. Alarm? <laughs> he turns it up to the full alarm. It's, it's 100% a- on. 11. Turns up to 11. We decided to do a podcast and then both of us forgot how to speak permanently. That was a fun day. Well, he shouldn't have given me beer. I'm sorry. Uh, Yes. So he turns it up to full blast, 100% full alarm. And she's in the tanning bed and she starts to scream because she can't get out. Now, when the people come in... (laughs) I know what you're going to say. Mackay Pfeiffer, the first thing they think to do is grab something... To break apart the tanning bed, <laughs> rather than just say, I don't know, turning it off at the wall. And I understand what our friend Rhino was saying, that bits of it are ridiculous, you know, and sometimes it's as ridiculous as you want it to be, as they point out. Um, but at one point, she is trying to free Brandy from the greenhouse, mm-hmm. where she's trapped inside a greenhouse with the fisherman killer. Yep. And uh, and he's walking very slowly. He's walking he's very giving, slowards her. Which giving is her a so much time. Maybe has like you know some sort of I arthritic issue in his legs. Be, just don't be a, uh, uh, ageist. <laughs> well, he's pretty Ageism. old by that. Okay. But by, by that time, he's pretty old. Yeah. Uh, but he's walking very slowly to kill Brandy, and they Julie grabs an axe as conveniently <laughs> that was placed there, and she uh, tries to get open the door, but she smashes the window so Brandy can climb out the window. Right. Now, she's right there with the killer. The killer mm-hmm. has a hook. At this point in the movie, they're standing pretty close. The killer has a hook. Jennifer Love Hewitt has a massive axe. And, and at a- that point, she decides to drop the axe and run away. Yes. <laughs> Here was your chance to kill him. And also, he was kind of like, because the way the glass was, he couldn't really get out. He was no. like kind of, he was trying to sh- like strike at her with the hook, but it wasn't. She could have easily chopped his arm off, then chopped his head off. How does she deal? But she How just threw, she ran away from that opportunity. I've got a few things that I want you to read now because I'm going to go back to our friends at IMDb. I'm just, I'm just a, you... I just read a note here that says, uh-huh. "How do I deal, please?" and it's the greatest in okay. caps. Okay. Yeah, we get it. We, you like how do I deal? Yeah, okay. I love how do I deal. I'm just going to um, hand you over some. Little uh, bits of reviews that I found, four reviews, and I want you to read the name of the author, the title of the review, and then I just want you to read this review. Uh, Okay, so let's have the first one. All right. I might laugh because I haven't read these. Only Brandy and Love saved this. See, they're calling her Love. That's what her friends call her. her. Author, Badgebib. Badgebib, yep. Badgebibge. Brandy is one of the most gorgeous-looking girls on the scene. Her exotic eyes, those luscious lips forming a beautiful smile, <laughs> opposed to what lips usually do. That booty that is now better than J-Ho's. J-Ho. Now better than J-Ho's booty. Mm-hmm. Jenny Hewitt and her wonderful breasts. <laughs> what do you mean? What, what, is, what is wrong with a movie that features these wonderful assets? Correct. Um, listen, I have to say Brandy does look beautiful mm-hmm. and her booty... Is a good booty. It's a good asset. It's a good ass. Asset. Jenny Hewitt doesn't really show her wonderful breasts. Okay, look, just okay, let's move on. on. This is not your hour. This is that's this my is, review, this is though. I know you're bad. I'm bimbage. Um, here's another one. Oh no. 
Great performance by Jennifer and good supporting cast. Who's the author? Lisa Jones from United States. I love Lisa. This movie is not as good as the first one, but it was still very exciting. Jennifer Love Hewitt's performance was great and the supporting cast was good. Jennifer is so beautiful and very sexy. You can see a little bit more skin of Jennifer. Her body is sexy. She should play roles like this one. Brandy's performance was good, but not great. Mm. After watching these movies, I was so in love with her, that made me want to be like her. Yes, fair (laughs) enough. Now, I've got one more here. Um, and please, just if you if you just read this one, and I'm glad I'm glad it's getting some air. What's it called? What's the title of this one? What's it called? Breast five dollars I ever spent. That's right, breast five dollars. <laughs> the um, dollar sign is on the wrong side of the five, by Look, the way. Oh, Adam okay. Gardner from All right. Ottawa. All right, just pick apart the seventh May, nineteen ninety. Adam Gardner from Ottawa. Okay. That's in Canada, you guys. Mm-hmm. Capitals and their cities are very important. Yes. <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. Okay. Of course it was a horrible movie, but if you saw the first one, you should have known and stayed away from this. I saw this movie for one, sorry, two reasons. <laughs> Jenny's a luscious breasts. This movie does what it should. It showcases those beauties. I hate serious horror movies because I think they're all crap. Totally unreli- unrealistic. Horrible story, bad, bad script, luscious breasts. <laughs> I'd recommend it. Yep. So I we'll, like this guy. Does we'll, he email, email on there? I'm going to email yeah. with him we'll later. Get his email. We'll get his email for you. You can all email him. Look, I think we've, we've done what we came here to do. We've objectified Jennifer Love Hewitt now. <laughs> and that's it. I like her fair personality and her yeah. singing voice. And the two wonderful assets. <laughs> Sorry, two pieces. Yeah, I'm very angry and I'm really drunk. Do you want to dance with me? Go get me another snork juice. Okay, we're back. We're still at Splendor. I love it here. I love it. I'm never going to leave. No, I'm I'm moving in. To this can. Yeah, I'm buying it. Yeah. Clive Palmer is lending me some money. I've told him I'm going to build dinosaurs. Yep. Now, Beck, podcast, I just wanted to say a few things. Uh, The preview, thank you so much to everyone who listened to that shit. (laughs) There's and, 15 or 10 of you. And thank you for getting to this point in this podcast. <laughs> if you have. If you have. Uh, if you're just leaving it running while you put – if it's on the back seat of your car just running <laughs> on your iPhone, you aren't listening, I still appreciate enough. it. I still appreciate it. You've downloaded it and uh, you've supported us. <laughs> yes. And I feel very supported. I do as well. As supported as Jennifer Love Hewitt's. I feel as supported as Jennifer Love Hewitt's wonderful <laughs> luscious breasts. And thank you for making me feel that way. Uh, I wanted to. Oh, I, I wanted to especially thank the person who tweeted at me and said they would like to hear less of me. Thank you so much. Um, it was a wonderful thing to hear after a long, depressing week, and uh, I just really enjoyed it. So thank you so much. The people want what they want. Okay? They want what they want. They want more back and less. Peter and I heard it <laughs> loud and clear, and I've completely ignored it. Um, I've got a few letters back. Oh my god! A few people even e- emailed into us and actually sent physical letters in the post. I Whoa! Like Jennifer Love Hewitt. You know, I still know. <laughs> were you like, so oh my nice god, what is letter. that? And then you were, opened it, and it was a nice letter. I did. It was it, well, they're lovely letters. I've got a first one right here. Uh, it reads. I'll just uh, open it up. It says, uh, "Dearest Peter and Beck, I am currently lounged on my Auburn sun-drenched chase." 
staring out at a swirling pearl and cerulean ocean at my fiancé's beach home, drinking a bottle of Chateau Haute de Prissac and listening to your podcast preview. What a bunch of puffy, left-leaning, abortion-pushing fucks. All my love, Grace Collier. Thank you oh so God, much Grace. for listening, Grace. I've got another one. Oh. This one's an email. It reads, Hey, dogs. This podcast is mad, eh? I really like the preview. Use are way better than that dumb mole Annabelle Crab. And that letter is from veteran Australian journalist Michelle Grattan. Thank you so much for listening, Michelle. Michelle, thank you. <laughs> great. That's pretty much it. Are we done? Yes. Oh, that's God. everything. I'm Except so sick of you. <laughs> I, I literally could have talked about those movies for another hour yeah, and, and a half. I am. After we turn this off, I'm going to talk, <laughs> read you every note that I have. I've got a few thank yous to do because this podcast. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Thank you for coming around. Come and sit on Daddy's lap. <laughs> and if you can give me you banana curry first. <laughs> give you a little chocolate. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. I'm going to right, see, the see if Poe. Um, <laughs> I'm going to find no Poe. getting out of here. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> I want to thank a few people. I want to thank uh, probably first and foremost because uh, it wouldn't have happened without all of his uh, – she's not even fucking listening to me. She's fiddling with her beer bottle. She's looking around the room. I'm listening as well. She's shaving her leg. She's I'm a woman. Things. I can multitask. Okay. Oh, burn. Burn. Ricky, I'm a man. I'm so go stupid. Go Ricky. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank Tyson Armstrong Tyson. from the great uh, podcast, The Stage Door Podcast. Mm-hmm. Very good podcast about theatre, if you're into theatre, if you're into Australian or international theatre, really, it's uh, yep. a really good listen. They have much less annoying voices than we do. <laughs> they have also, nice voices. They're not competing to be funny, so it's quite relaxing. Um, it's a much easier listen. Tyson pretty much answered all of my questions, which included, how do I turn a computer on? And things like, what's a microphone and how do I use it? Tyson um, met Angela Lansbury. There's a great story he about did. that on, on, his podcast. on his podcast. And yeah, go and download. I want to thank um, uh, my friend and colleague, uh, Dan Barrett, who advised me on equipment to get. Um, and he's been uh, supportive of this project uh, right up until he listens to it. Um, and I want to thank um, Matt Whitehead, who's designed our amazing uh, our logo. And he did it in about five minutes, and it looks incredible. And that's about it. Beck, I, I had one more thing to say. Yes. Mary's got the same size hands as Marilyn Monroe. She put her fingers in the imprints at men's Chinese theater show. She could have been a movie star, never got the chance to go that far. Her life was stole. Oh, oh now you never know. know. Oh, fuck you. Is that um, um, Kelly Rowland? Yes. I don't know oh. the words to that. Track is like the bad breath. My grandma, the, the poetry she